Hi, welcome back to another episode of Fresh Media Presents Podcast. We are back officially. And as always, I am the host, Christian. My host next to me is Paris. What's up, guys? Okay. And today we are joined with our lovely guest, Anvi. Thank you, you so much yeah, for welcome having me. Welcome to the podcast. Thank welcome. you so much. Thank so, you. So we just wanted to just start like how we know you. Mm-hmm. I think you reached out to us about coming on our podcast because you were introducing a one-woman show. Yes. So if you want to talk about that, introduce the name. And talk about the whole show. Okay, so this was my first debut trial at a, doing a one-person theatre show. And it is called Six Pounds for Dust. And I've always been very fascinated by antique shops and the objects in them. Mm-hmm. And how much of value we place on them. In contrast to the value that we place on our relationships and our lives and stuff. Uh, mainly in the contemporary context. So the visual had been boiling in my mind for quite a long time. So, you know, that rusty kind of like that scenic, uh, uh, atmospheric uh, thing and there is a girl there and she's interacting with those objects and I thought why not develop it into a play and then from there it started and I just started writing like random lines that came into my mind and what she would do in that kind of an environment okay if you go to visit it's a different thing but you if you're working there mm-hmm. you're kind of like spending long hours there how does that you know, what's the difference between just visiting and being there? And so that kind of developed. And without giving away too many spoilers about the show, that's kind of how it developed. And then other characters kind of came in, obviously, because it's a one-person show, the other characters are not pers- seen in person on stage. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of her interaction with these characters as well. So it was at the Etc. Et Theatre et yes. in Camden, yes. which I thought was a great venue, very tight-knit, and yes. it was very what's the word, intimate kind of thing. Um, I thought it was like the perfect venue for your play because Absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because I felt like, obviously, because you'd never done one before, I thought mm. what a perfect way to do it in such a small venue yeah. and kind of test out your material. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I thought, obviously, I like the different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a one-woman show, but I really wanted to see Margaret. <laughs> I did. Yes. I wanted yeah. to see. We, mean, we, we actually um, watched it. Um, yeah, we supported it. It came down yeah, it was this Sunday. Um, just out of curiosity, would the viewers be able to watch it? Is it going to be streamed or linked anywhere? So like people can, whoever didn't make it, can they watch it online or something? Uh, not at the minute. Okay. But maybe I think I personally feel I still need to work a bit more on the show. Yeah. Okay. And it's definitely going to be performed again for sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. And tell me the planning behind the show, like in terms of the props and how you, everything came together. Was it like, you know, so when you was planning in your head and then it came to actually doing it in the theatre, what was your vision? Like, how did you manage to get the sort of antiques that you got on like the props and stuff? How, how did you find to do all that? Um, I think the process was very organic and very fast. Mm. So initially I had no idea of performing this when I performed it. Mm. I basically saw a call out from Etc. Theatre. And again, before I go into that, I think uh, we have to give a huge shout out to theatre spaces like Etc. and other fringe venues. Mm-hmm. They do this great job of giving space, like as you said, to people who are trying out their ideas and to people who are not yet sure of like where an idea is going to go to. Mm. So I saw a call out from them and I thought, okay, I have this idea. Why am I holding back? Let me just put it out there. See how I feel doing it because I mainly come from a classical dance background. Mm-hmm. Though I'm used to performing on stage, dance doesn't include dialogues. 
So I wanted to see if I would be comfortable speaking for about 45 to 50 minutes on stage alone. Doing with the group is completely different again. Mm-hmm. I wanted to check out that. I wanted to see how my ideas can actually materialize. So literally between deciding to do the show and doing the show I had about a month. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So mm. and after that it was just a whirlwind of I uh feel very comfortable working as an improvisation. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to decide everything and have everything like okay this is exactly how it's going to be. This is exactly how it's going to be. Mm. So every time I would do a read there would be different things that would come up and every time I did like a manual rehearsal you know organically some other thing would come up with like margaret would say something else or you know things like that so yeah it's been a whirlwind process to be honest mm. yeah because i remember yeah. after the show we spoke to you and you basically said that some of the bits you didn't even plan for but you no, kind of yes. just improvise which i thought that's what i'm thinking like as an actor that must be great to kind of just improvise and yeah. kind of just throw things because not everyone can do that do yeah. you know what i mean like it's like you're acting and things that come into your mind you're just adding it cuz the props are there. Yeah. So obviously without giving too much away can you give a little bits and pieces what was cuz obviously we've seen the show so what yeah. what was improvised? Yeah, I couldn't a, tell yeah. cuz when I was watching yeah. it yeah, I couldn't it tell so what natural, was it did, it improvised and yeah. what was it. I think that's the advantage of doing a one person show, right? Mm. Because you nobody else is depending on you and neither are you depending on anybody else's cues or anything like that. Mm. So few of the things that were improvised were where she goes talks to Margaret from outside the room mm-hmm. there's a particular uh, scene where she like bows and she curtsies like it's like a ballet dance oh, kind okay. of that was improvised <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was okay. like she Ooh. knows there is a person there but there is no response so what yeah. would how would she do like mm. you know okay she might you know have a little bit of fun doing like saying a hello kind of thing yeah. that was improvised uh end of the play a bit of it was improvised i hadn't originally planned that she would keep the letters in her bag and go Okay. Yeah. So that was improvised. I think that does show that is sentimental. Like your whole mm-hmm. I think that is good because it's like the whole message of your play about the relationships with other people and objects and stuff like that. It's just like the letter become an object and now you can take that and read it with you yeah. like when your character's down or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was great. So how did so did you have to audition to kind of be at the theater for that time or did Did what, you kind of just say, what, I have an idea? No, what are you talking about is the admin side of it. Like, no, 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 I'm talking about like, so how did she, because there's so many people or so many actors that would, I know that would love to kind of do a one woman show. Did you have to send in your material? Did you have to go in person audition? Did you oh, just okay. present your idea mm-hmm. to them? In this case, it was literally just me presenting an idea. Okay. Because the whole idea of uh, Etc. Theatre's summer festival was to give a platform to indie artists. Oh, and okay. I wrote to them mm. saying, okay, I know this is a bit late, but I have this idea. Mm-hmm. And if you have slots available, I would love to do a, take one slot. Mm. And they, they said, yes. Um, is it with like, do you have to kind of like pay for the venue or for that space? Or is it case, is how would it work? No, the venue does hire out its spaces, but not for this. Oh, yes. So and the ticket sales were also on a split basis, so it was really great for artists to. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I assume that mm. you paid for that slot or you paid for the space for that one hour and then no, no so it was no, no, completely No, no, no. It okay. was given uh, free. If you wanted to use the technician, obviously you had to pay for that. Yeah. But okay. because my play was pretty simple in terms yeah. of all yeah. that, it was literally just one space. So I See, I like to, that. I like that there are venues out there giving artists yes. and people opportunities and mm. stuff like that. So it's, that a win, it's a win-win. Us. It's a win-win. It's definitely good because the yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. 
But the theatre does hire out its space in yeah. general. Yeah. But for this particular summer festival, they, yeah. They, okay. They so would you say you're kind of going to be working in the next few months or the next year or so working on this play and take it to different levels or? Absolutely. Yeah. I think one thing that I've realised after doing this play is that my biggest strength lies in being a performer. Mm-hmm. And I'm very great with ideas and concepts. Like I can think visually. But I think playwriting is a whole other art. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. So I would definitely, uh, like my dad himself, he's an actor and a director and writer. So I'll be working with him. So was that the man that was recording? No, 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 no. My dad's in India, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Because there's a man recording. So I presumed it was your father. I don't know. So I'll be working with him. I will let him take over the entire script now. Because now that I have the idea completely set, the character completely set, Mm -hmm. he'll be taking over the script and like revising it and making it better. He will be directing me as well. Mm. So and then I think that's the way to take it to the next level now. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I I did think of an idea. I think for Mrs. Margaret, I think uh, use of voiceovers would have been good. Mm -hmm. So you know when you communicate with her, it still be a one woman show, Mm -hmm. but it would be good to hear her voice. So it's just a Mm. simple voiceover that Mm. could work because it will still be a one woman show, but Mm. at least you can hear the dialogue exchange between you two. But there is no dialogue exchange between them. Oh, there is an un- She never speaks to her, no. Yeah, so that was like, the whole yeah, concept of yeah, that character. Thing. Yeah, ah. so. Yeah. So is she, was she bedbound, disabled, she, old, elderly, she couldn't walk? Yeah. Uh, yes, in my head, she was uh, suffering from old age, obviously, and she was extremely weak. Mm. I had initially made her as disabled, but then practically, like, then how would she come and leave her the letter? That's what stuff? I was thinking, yeah. That's what so, I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, so that's where I uh, slightly had to change the dialogue as well, where in the beginning it was like, look at her now and imagine her life before and now she mm. is like not even mm. able to walk but practically it doesn't yeah. gel in so it just had to be now she's so weak and she doesn't even want to show herself because i've seen a lot of older people have that sense of dignity right yeah they don't want to feel like they're a burden to anybody else mm. and ah, all of that so she so. can still she's mobile but just very fragile she, yes yeah. and okay. she doesn't want anybody to like feel pity for her like she's like okay. that's the kind of character i envisioned that makes sense no now, yeah. now that you mentioned it yeah i can see that yeah yeah no but yeah overall i just i definitely think it was a great time to just test out the material um, and obviously you're working on it, so we're looking forward. Did you did you did you think anything? Uh, what was it that you felt like you could have proved on doing the show? Is there anything you felt like I could have done this better? I mean, have you looked back the footage? Because I know it was recorded. Have I you haven't yet. You haven't looked back it. Okay, but when you was doing it after, did you think back say, "Oh, I could have done this better," or "I could have done that better"? Anything? I think it's too soon for me to say. Okay. I think because I'm still so fresh from having performed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in that euphoria of, okay, I just literally, I just went out and I did it. You've done it, okay. So that critical part of my brain has not yet started Keep working. Okay, yeah. I'm still in the stage where I'm still like taking the feedback from the people who came and all of mm. that. And as you said, I will definitely look back at the uh, footage. Mm-hmm. And I think then I'll be able to know where I was like can improve, yes. yeah. Improve. So did you promote the show or did you just kind of just see who would turn up kind of thing? No, I did promote it. Oh, you did? Social media and yeah. I basically wanted all my closest friends and family, whoever yeah. would be able to yeah, come yeah. to be there mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's the feedback I really value the most. Because I guess they will be the most honest, the really. The most honest ones, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I thought yeah. it was good. So away from acting and your one-woman show, what kind of hobbies do you have? 
so as I said, I started out as a dancer, though I don't dance professionally anymore. That mm-hmm. was my main background. Mm-hmm. And I write yeah. poetry and fiction. And, but yeah, as I said, I don't think playwriting is my <laughs> yeah. strong suit. But I do write uh, fiction and poetry and I have masters in fine arts. Okay. So wow. I paint a lot. Yeah. So you enjoy painting. What kind of things do you paint? Um mainly surrealistic okay. abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So Thank maybe you. you can do like your own set, de- set design. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Artwork. What so what inspired you to even become a playwright or, or you said you don't you you're not so comfortable doing it, but what inspired you to like do your playwriting and stuff like what where did that inspiration come from um i think for this particular play it was literally the matter of time that i had mm-hmm. so as i said it was like one month that i had and i thought like i really have no time to ask somebody to write it for me and polish it so let me just go mm-hmm. ahead with it mm-hmm. but apart from that um i've done one or two short films as well for which i had written but i think screen is a completely different medium and mm-hmm. because it is a collaborative thing you have other people pitching in ideas and stuff as well yeah mm. whereas or writing for stage i feel it's completely different as well because it's live yeah mm. of course so you, did you say you wrote short films or mm-hmm. has it been pro- produced yet or filmed yet uh yes oh it has yes. okay can we watch it or because as filmmakers we love to watch other people's mm. films and that so why can't so we, we can watch judge it? you <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not judge but yeah, so just, say, yeah. i like to see different people's creative creativity yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i think i like at the minute i'm still in the process of trying to get it into festivals and things oh, like that okay so at was least it funded or no, 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 completely self-funded. Okay, that's yeah. it. Something that we both know well, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's not easy. That's how you start out. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. easy at all. But yeah. I, well, I, obviously, you can't spoil it, but I wanted to know the, the kind of synopsis behind it, like the story, a bit of story to the short of film. Of the short film? Yeah. It's an LGBT film. It's about two okay. women in love and like the trials and tribulations that they go through and all of that. Oh, okay. okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So did you collaborate with someone else? Or was it so do you? Uh, no, I did collaborate with somebody else. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, it's actually one of my friends with whom I trained at the London Actors Workshop. Yeah. So we both got together and we kind of like, again, through improvisation, we developed the script. Mm-hmm. What would the character do? What would this character do? How would they develop? Like I had mm. the basic idea. Mm-hmm. But then as we started speaking, the conversation kind of developed and then I developed the script. Oh, that's interesting. So have mm. you had any responses from like festivals or... Not yet, you because... Yeah. Everything um, takes time, though, honestly. It takes time. Because, as I said, because it is self-funded, you have to depend on other people's timing and availability yeah, and of all course. of that, which yeah. just totally, you know, the time is not in your hands. Yeah. You can't get it done as fast as was you it, want to. Was it a to. big crew that you had? Or was it kind of... Four of us, four, five of us. Oh, wow. Okay, so very yeah. small yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Was it shot in London? Was it in London? Yes. Okay. Mm. That's good, though. So... Yeah. Have you got anything exciting coming up that you want to share with the viewers other than your one woman show or anything you can tell us? Because, you know, I know some people like to keep their mm-hmm. films cre- or their shows close to their heart. Have you got anything you want to share? Um, I might be performing at the Edinburgh Fringe this year. What, you, in your one woman show? Not this one. Oh, okay. A different one. Yes. Okay. Did you? But that's more of a dance theatre piece. Oh. So much closer to my comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's cool. So, and yeah. there is another performance in London in September. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell the date now because it's still mm. in. But if everybody can have a look at my website, I'm sure it'll be up there. And yeah. The Edinburgh Fringe is something I've always wanted to do. I've never been. Yeah. Mm. It's like something I've always wanted to do. I definitely want to do it at some point. 
Yeah, for the listeners, what's the website that people can see upcoming stuff? Uh it's a it's a long, really long name. <laughs> really, it's 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 anviofficial dot site dot website dot com something something. I'm yeah. sure you can put oh, it in wow. the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, we'll put it in the description. <laughs> Sorry, we'll guys. <laughs> we'll put it in the description. Keep it short and sweet, yeah. innit? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, and it's like www.freshmediaproductions.com. Finished. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Let's just Simple. keep keep it sweet. <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely put it in the description so people can check out your upcoming yeah. work and whatever you got going on. But yeah, but no, definitely we watched it, and yeah, it's it's, it's definitely for a debut. Um, it's there. Something is there. It's good, Absolutely. and it, and the more you work on it. Mm. Uh, the more it will just grow and get better. You can even add more stuff. Yeah, as time yeah. goes on. As definitely. time goes on, yeah. maybe it can turn into a two-person two movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you said it at the same or time. Like, or even exactly. a film. Like imagine it just turns into a film oh, adaptation. Yes. Yeah, be, film yeah. Short adaptation. Short film adaptation. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. A short film adaptation. So yeah, you can play with it. It's just about yeah. starting. The, the hardest thing do you find as a creative is actually just starting it. Absolutely. Once you get going, it's starting it and also trusting that my work is good enough. Mm. That is another thing that I struggle with. So I put everything in and I'm so confident. And once I finish it, I'll be like, oh my God, is it good enough? Is it not? Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm sure a lot of other artists feel that and we tend to hold back. But I think <laughs> just put it up there. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah we, yeah, we we know what it's like to like mm. do something and then feel like, ah, is that good enough? And yeah. then you kind of withhold it. But sometimes... Put it out there. Put it out there. Some it, someone yeah. will like it. Yeah. Definitely. Like there's gonna be a few people that like it. Even if it's one, yeah. It's still someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not the someone you want, you want it to be you want it to be more. <laughs> but you know, it's still as long as you believe in it, just yeah, put it out. Exactly. As long as it reaches someone and someone likes it and enjoys 100%. it. Then. I mean it's like having a baby, right? It's not gonna be born as a grown up, completely matured person. Mm. Yeah. It's gonna cry a little, it's gonna laugh a little, yeah. it's gonna go through the pains. The yeah. pains yeah. And then yeah, you have a perfect piece of art. Hundred mm. percent. To you, well, to some. Because <laughs> remember, some <laughs> not everyone will like your child. Some people might yeah. think your child's rude. Some people will love it. It's it's the same everything. Absolutely. Some people might love it, some people yeah. might hate him. I mean, it's if everybody same. likes it, then that means something is missing in it. It can't I think be so, yeah. it has I to be mean, organic. Yeah, and, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. But yeah, it was great having you on the podcast thank you for coming thank on. you so here. much for thank coming you so on much. you're more than welcome to come again to promote new work if you've got any upcoming projects that you'd like Thank to you. talk about just hit us up and then yeah we're glad you have you on board but anyway we'd like to thank the listeners as well for tuning in uh, we'll be dropping every sunday at 7 p.m now the time's changed it used to be five but now seven but yeah so i'm christian this is paris thank you for listening thank you so much and we out <laughs>